Hey, and welcome back to another episode of your middle-of-the-road podcast, podcast with low expectations, one that you listen to when you've truly listened to everything else, a few nicks and bruises. I'm your host, comedian Nick Labrizi. And now I use that word comedian very loosely because um, anyone can really be a comedian. Uh, You just say you're a comedian. No one really checks. And if they do check, tell them, you know, you're a work in progress. You're just a new comedian. And uh, that's it. Like, Jim Carrey is considered a comedian. And, like, uh, you know, he's very funny. But what, what does that mean? He hasn't done comedic work in forever. Except... In this latest Sonic film, Sonic the Hedgehog, starring Jim Carrey, James Marsden, and uh, John Ralphio, voices Sonic. Great movie. That's going to be, before we get any further, hear the spoiler, good movie. But it's not really either. It's not a great movie. It's not a good movie. It's, it's the best Sonic movie they could have made, though. And that I feel like that says everything you need to know. It's the best Sonic film. And I say film loosely, too. Film doesn't really feel like the appropriate word. I feel like even John Ralphio would say, no, it's a movie, not a film. By the way, John Ralphio, Ben Schwartz, same guy, both hilarious. I'm under a blanket right now, um, thinking that that's going to kill the sound for the sounds, you know. But uh, I'm very hot. Is anyone else under a blanket listening to this right now? If you are, give yourself some air. I'm going to give myself some air. Yeah, okay. Wow. Air is great, man. Try some. If you're driving right now, maybe lower the windows. Yeah, soak it in. If you're on the subway, maybe you just get off at the next stop. Go up to the top of the steps. Take a nice deep inhale of that fresh New York City air and go back down. And catch the next train. I know how you New Yorkers are really like slow paced. You don't really have a lot going on. This is something you can add to make you even later and more slow paced. Nice big inhale. (sighs) People say breathing is relaxing. Um, I don't know. Everything I do, I'm breathing. And uh, most things I do... Cause, cause me stress so I don't know how, how relaxing breathing is if you can control your breath though evidently that's fun like you just you know go oh in through the nose out through the mouth you know what I can't stand I can't stand to see mouth breathers like like adults who have their just mouth open all the time to breathe because they're idiots like it I know that's a, like a classic thing that Elle says in Stranger Things, like, mouth breather, mouth breather. You know how she whispers it because she whispers everything? I just don't, I don't like seeing it. It makes me lose hope in humanity. And I know that's such a weird thing to do. And like, a lot of, a lot of people out there, you don't really see a lot of people walking. Like, if you're in your little suburban home, you walk to your uh, car, put the keys in. No no one's there walking past you. You just go to your car. And if it's your neighbor, you're like, ah, shit, this asshole. Let's see if he says hi to me today. Or am I going to have to initiate it? But you got to say something. You can't just 
Man, I spent years ignoring my neighbors just because, uh, well, I didn't really care for any of them. And also, why be friendly to your suburban neighbors? That's the weird thing. Like, rural areas, like, you know everyone's going to stay there. Suburban areas are strange with neighbors because it's like a lot of people have moved from the city to suburbia. And a lot of them still work in the city. So a lot of them have that city mentality all the time where it's like, get the fuck out of my way. I need, I got places to be, get the fuck out of my way. I don't have time to be slowed down. You know, they have that city fast-pacedness with them at all times. And that goes for any city. Like even the city of uh, Hempstead. Or the city of um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Maybe the city of... Probably Chicago. Definitely Chicago. I'm trying to think of obscure... Sioux Falls? Is that a city? Binghamton? Oswego? I'm just saying upstate New York cities. But to me, upstate and the Midwest, same thing. But I don't... I think the Midwest might be flatter. Upstate's very hilly. Upstate New York, this is. We are way off base. We haven't even talked about today's topic. But today's topic... We kind of touched on it. I said breathing to relax, and we're going to talk about relaxation today. Woo. Typically, I have a thing that, and, like, typically it's like, oh, let's do Capcom games, or let's do Final Fantasy, or let's talk about the city of Buffalo, or tangible things. Relaxation? Not tangible. Can't grab it anywhere. You can't even poke it. But sometimes, if you take deep breaths... start to feel relaxed if if that's true I you know how do you prove it does that mean lower lower pulse is that relaxation well, I think what I'm trying to say is I I'm not comfortable relaxing because if you're on the train or in the city or drive you can't relax and drive and some people say driving is relaxing uh, m- maybe if you're driving to somewhere you already know or you're driving and there's no traffic that's relaxing no traffic I don't find driving relaxing it's kind of stressful but what I'm trying to say is I I find I, I, I struggle to relax so what I have to do is because relaxing is one of those things where You kind of have to plan for it. If I don't plan for relaxing, I can't just squeeze it in. You know what I mean? Like, I have no no room in my schedule just to pencil in, oh, I've got 10 minutes free, let me just relax. Like, what the? Because I can't relax in 10 minutes. I need prolonged time to relax. But, like, at three hours, I can relax. But also, at the end of that three hours, I'm always like, shit, I got more stuff to do after. So it's never truly relaxing for me. It's very hard for me to be in the moment of relaxation. It's really hard for me to be in the moment of anything. Because you're always thinking, what comes next? Uh, And and why wouldn't you? We've only gone one direction in our whole life, and that's forward (laughs) into time. We'd never have stopped for a single second. But... In your mind, 
because it's a pretty strong thing. You can stop things and just relax. Some people can. I'm not one of those people. And that's what I'm saying. Like, who can do that in 15 minutes? If I had, like, 15 minutes to kill, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe you showered and you made your breakfast in the morning and you realized, oh, I didn't hit snooze, so I have an extra nine minutes this morning. Um, what do you do with those nine minutes? Do you just relax for nine minutes? Do you take slower with everything else? I'll tell you what I do with those nine minutes. I watch YouTube videos. And uh, that's not always relaxing. It used to be social media, but I took social media off my phone. I think it's bad. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Hot take. Nick Labrizzi thinks social media is bad for you. What What else do you think? Do you think that you think there's global warming? And do you believe in evolution? Like, obviously, social media is bad for you. That's not a hot take. So what I do is I will watch YouTube videos thinking that's, it's like one step better. I could be meditating in that time. Um, I could be doing anything else. But I went from social media to YouTube, and it's baby steps. Sometimes you take one step forward, and uh, you don't take two steps back. You just take one step forward. But that's all. You don't go another step after that. <laughs> it's not like you're taking two steps forward. You just do one step. People are like, oh, step at a time. It's like, yeah, if you want to be slow, but I guess that's someone who's in the moment would think that, and I'm not in the moment, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, what I have to do if I want to relax is I have to schedule it. I have to know I'm going to be relaxing. You know what I mean? I can't just willy-nilly be like, oh, I've got an hour tonight, what do I do? Like, I don't have shows that make me relax when I watch them. I'm kind of envious of people like that, where they have a show. I'm like, yeah, I just watch this show, and then I'm chill. I try to watch shows that make me more anxious than I already am, to make me unrelax. Like, horror movies or, like, crime shows, where it's just like, alright, I thought I was going to relax, but now that this is on, I am ready to go. Uh, just because I like to be ready to go. I always like to be ready for the next thing. Maybe this is boring, but I do feel like you got to talk about relaxation to kind of understand where you're making mistakes. Because I should be able to relax. We should all be able to relax. We're all, if you're listening to this, that means you have a smartphone. And if you have a smartphone, chances are your life is not so bad on paper. I mean, take away the emotions and everything, but if you have a smartphone, you're alive in the, at least, it's at least 2020. And I know people think things are awful in the year 2020. It is not, uh, comparatively speaking. I'm sh if we look at everyone in the past, they've all had way worse of lives. No one had a smartphone. They didn't have YouTube. They didn't have all this. And some people might be like, oh, it's simpler. It's probably better and easier. Yeah, maybe, but also, no. It's not, because you don't have information at your hands. People used to just be stupid back then. I mean, people are dumb now, but imagine people being dumber. And that's only, but they would be really wise with what they lived their life. You know, like if you spoke to a farmer, they wouldn't know anything about cage fighting. But if you speak to a farmer today, they could be listening to Joe Rogan all day while they, while they farm. And now you speak to the farmer and you go, hey... What about the seeds? And they go, the seeds are great. Also, 
The seeds planted in my mind by the Joe Rogan experience are starting to flourish. It's time to harvest. Ask me about cage fighting or space. That's how I imagine farmers sound. Like, why? I don't... So, I'm aware I have problems with relaxing. So, what I have to do is I have to schedule my relaxation time. So, I have to be like, all right, um, Wednesday night, I'll, I'll relax, you know? And uh, if I can schedule, I can prepare for it. And I can mentally get ready to relax. I can be like, all right, Nick, you got this. I'll be at work typing up an email to my boss. And the whole time I'm thinking, all right, tonight, Nick, you are going to shut off. You send this email right now. You're going to be done with this email. And now one less thing that's on your mind when you relax later. It's a pretty good strategy, if you ask me. If you have problems relaxing, I know this whole podcast is about making fun of myself. But if you also have problems relaxing, what else would you do? Prepare to relax. I think that's smart. You get if you work out, you're gonna stretch. It's like a warm up, and I'm warming up. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Phoenix and uh, bruises. And what about all the good things about it? You know, when someone's like, "Oh, that table's got a phoenix and bruises." Yeah, but you know, it's still got four legs. So it's not the worst table. It doesn't have any holes in it. Phoenix and bruises. Uh, we'll take it. This is Craigslist. We're not um we're not at the fancy schmancy Walmarts over here. So when I schedule my um relaxation time, it's usually to do something free. But sometimes like I don't I don't like spend money. So spending money to me is not relaxing. But if I do spend money, I always make sure it's worth it. So I spend a lot of my money on food. I like cooking. So I make sure I buy the things I want to cook. And it's not that I cook a bunch of different meals. I've cooked like 10. I feel like I've only cooked 10 separate meals. But I can go back to those meals. I can cook other things I can cook. This morning I cooked pancakes. Does that count? Cooked them some pancakes, bacon, eggs, coffee. It's not like it was all microwavable or it wasn't like it was all um prepared i decided to make those things no one told me to make those things it's not like i was paid to make those things that was relaxing cooking was relaxing for me i like cooking like if i don't know what i'm cooking and i have some time i can be like all right i'll do this put on a podcast maybe this podcast i sometimes listen to myself while i cook for myself is there anything more selfish or self-involved than that Ugh, this guy is the worst thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast you know because i listen to this podcast so i'm thanking myself right now i'm gonna listen to this podcast one day while i'm making some while i'm cultural appropriating the indian culture by making my own chicken tikka masala which I, i think it should be allowed i should be allowed to make that on my own i wish someone would teach me how to make it I, I would love that, but alas, that's not the house I grew up in, but uh, I knew how to make sauce, so now I like making sauce because it was something that was taught to me. It's a part of my culture. I'm talking about red sauce, like a gravy, you know, like a tomato sauce, say, you put in these spices, uh. but um, if, you know, someone from another culture was just like, I want to learn Italian food, 
well, first they would just show me their cooking and then <laughs> I would tell them what not to do because Italians stole all their food from other places. Did you guys know that? Freaking tomatoes? I don't think tomatoes are native to Italy. I think that's a newer thing. Um, I could be making that up, but I, I don't think I am. Um, wine? Is that even Italian? I feel like wine might be. Yeah, we don't fuck around. We got class. But to, noodles? Noodles is an Asian thing. And then came to Italy. That could be all wrong. Maybe Italians showed all that shit to Asians. But what do you think makes more sense? That the Asians at the time... I guess either. You can make an argument for either. That the Asians had these noodles from Italians. And... They were like, oh, we're gonna put, we're gonna make lo mein, and we're like, hey, we're gonna make spaghetti, oh, you know. There's not a lot of Asian food with tomatoes, is there? I think maybe Indian food has more tomato stuff. Like, Italian meals are tomato based, which is weird, but I don't, I guess it's not all tomato based. I'm thinking it's just my, I'm thinking like a chicken parm, I'm thinking like a lasagna, eggplant rollatini. Stuff like that is all very tomato sauce based. It's all the same meal, just wrapped differently. It's like Mexican food as well. Oh, taco or quesadilla or um, chalupa, it's all flour. Crunchwrap Supreme, you know, that classic Mexican meal. It's just all a tortilla and then meat. <laughs> Or taco stuff. It doesn't even have, you can have a bean or a vegetarian taco. I love a good vegetarian taco. One time I had a sweet potato burrito. Mm. Weird. That was relaxing. That's what we're talking about. Relaxation, baby. So there was one time in my life where I was just looking for a new experience. And my... At that time, too, I was exercising a lot, so I was listening to a lot of, like, alternative ways to improve your body or to relax or to stretch. But, like, I was thinking physically relaxing, not mentally relaxing. So that was a lot of my life, and I was like, all right, I'm physically relaxed. I can finally touch my toes. Um, I can uh, touch my elbow. I can lick my elbow. That's how stretchable I am or flexible. And um, I couldn't ever lick my elbow, by the way. That shit's impossible. Try licking your elbow right now. Yep. No, you're really trying. You can't do it, though. And if you can do it, send a picture. Send, send a picture of you listening to the podcast, licking your elbow. I would love it. That, I would make it the cover of the podcast. Yeah, I promise you. If anyone here can lick their elbow while listening to this podcast, I will make you the cover of the podcast. Well, DM me. You know where to find me, at Nick Labrisi, I think. I should probably plug that more often. Maybe it's at Nick Labs or N Labs. I, I actually don't know what my Instagram handle is, and people might be like, oh, you're a bad person because you don't know your Instagram handle. It's like, who cares? I guess you guys should care, right? That's why I should care. All right, maybe, you know what, next week I'll know better. But please just send me a picture of you licking your elbow. If, if you can do it, and you can't because it's impossible. So I was uh, very relaxed at the time, and I thought, I know what I can do. I can try other ways of relaxing. 
Like yoga's fun, looking at my elbow's cool, but what about floating? So the float tank is something I was interested in. And I got interested in it, and I'll tell you how. So I, at one point in my life, for a minute, thought I was going to be a physical therapist. And in that minute, I explored a lot of things. I went to New York City to... I went to this guy's place to just to see what the office was like. And... It's just too many connections for anyone to care how I went. But I went to this place. And he was being really nice to me. And I like this guy. And it was his office. And he showed me this room with a pod. It looked like a cocoon. And he was like, yeah, so this cocoon this is my favorite thing in this whole office. I'm like, oh, it's your favorite thing? Tell me about it, man. He opened up the pod. And it was just water. And I was like, what is this? Is this how you travel? Is this space travel? Like, do I sit in this thing, and then I'm a part of the Matrix? Like, what the hell? He's like, so this water has so much salt in it, Epsom salt, which is a word you've heard before. Probably were told you were supposed to gargle with it, but they he said it's so salty that when you lay in it, when you float back, you, you don't touch the ground. You just sit on the water. And the water in there is the body temperature of you. So... Uh, and then we also close the pot on you too. So think about this, my man. You are laying down, but not touching anything. You're just floating on water. has the same temperature as you. And you're in a pitch black little pod. Can't go anywhere. And you can't fall asleep. But instead, you start to lose your senses. You can't see. You can't hear. You can't feel. You can't taste. You can't touch. So you start forgetting where the end of your body is and where the water begins because everything's the same body temperature and you're all floating. I'm like, oh man, that sounds pretty cool. He's like, yeah, and then you can really explore your mind. Like when I did this, I had this dream where I had my bosses yelling at me, but I was able to stand up to him, but it felt like I was a little person that they were giant judges. And it was like, yeah, man, it's really cool. I'll do that before big meetings and stuff. And I was like, whoa, how do I get in one? He's like, ah, you can't get into one. You're you're thinking about being a physical therapist, and I can tell you already that you're not going to be good enough. But maybe in a few years, this stuff will be public. And that happened when I was real young. So it actually wasn't public yet, or at least I didn't know where it was on Long Island or the city called, like, floating. So I wanted to float, but I didn't have insurance. So then one one day... I must have said it out loud, and my Instagram was like, have you always thought about floating? And I was like, yes, I have. So I clicked on this thing. That's good advertising, man. If you're going to listen to me, I bet after this episode I'm going to go onto my phone and I'm going to get a bunch of YouTube videos. Free ways to relax, or how to get yourself out of a rut, or trying to chill, like stuff like that. Thanks, YouTube, for checking me out and making sure you're on my side. Um, so anyway, I got this Instagram thing. Oh, you want to uh, relax? And I said, sure, I can, I can relax in a float tank. That's something I've wanted to do for two years now. Me wanting to float tank has lasted longer than me actually wanting to be a physical therapist. So yes, I am in. If this was a tattoo, I would still like this tattoo, I think, is what I'm trying to say. So, I, uh... 
I get into this float tank. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I click this thing and it takes me to a link and you have to like schedule it. It's like an hour and a half. So 90 minutes in a float tank. And I was like, oh man, I can, I can do so much good in the world. I can find out who I am. I can find out if I should become a physical therapist or not. Like I can really learn about myself if I could just get 90 minutes to just myself. You know what I mean? Because like, like I said before, like if I pencil in relaxing, I have to pencil in a few hours. Oh, I, like I can't do it in under 15 minutes, 90 minutes. I was like, all right, 90 minutes. I can, I can do some serious good in 90 minutes. I don't know why in my head I just thought that would be cool. It's less than most movies nowadays. So anyway, I click on the link, I schedule my thing. It's like, are you ready for payment? And I'm like, yeah. And it's $150 flat. It's a real round nondescript number. If they made it like $139.99, something about it would have felt different. But $150 just sounds like it sounds like a cri a criminal's number. You know, like it just sounds like a scam artist number. Like, yeah, it's a uh, 150. It's like, I only got 140. You got cash? Yeah. And you can go in, you know, like if I paid in cash, I feel like I could have gotten a discount. But I, in my head, I went, all right, 90 minutes, $150. Hmm. This must mean it works. You wouldn't charge this much unless it worked. And uh, that was the mindset I had. That's a positive attitude. That's what happens to me when I have a positive attitude. So when people are like, Nick, you should be more positive. It's like, when I'm more positive, I'm stupid. Because I hear 90 minutes for 150. Sign me up. Where where can I dump this money? Uh, like, it's such a, a waste to me. Like, I could have gotten grocery for like three weeks with that type of money. But instead, I said, nope. I'd rather not eat for three weeks I'll just float in this tank. So I, I pay the money. I shell it out. And I go to the place. It's in Deer Park, which if you're not familiar with Deer Park, Long Island, um, it's not a place you want to float in. <laughs> it's like the Bronx. It's like the suburbs version of the Bronx, I think, where it's just like... Man, I don't really know what goes on in there, but I know I don't want to be a part of it. And like, sure, they have the Tanger outlets, and for a long time they had the Sonic. But it's just like, that's at the edge. It's right by the highway. You can get in and get out. You don't want to explore what's going on in Deer Park. At least that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about the Bronx, too. If I go to the Bronx, Yankee Stadium, or the Bronx Zoo, if I'm, it's not those, I am not going. So that's how Deer Park is. And now I'm exploring Deer Park to a float tank place. I'm like, all right, I guess let's try it. And I walk in and immediately they're like, hey, bro, you can take your shoes off. And I'm like, it's not the first thing I want to hear in a waiting room. You know, I'd like to hear a welcome or, hey, can you sign in? Can I see your insurance card? No, no insurance needed for this. Because who the fuck would cover a float tank experience? Um that you immediately also heard the sound of waves they had like um incense but like a mist like an electronic incense going and you could tell they're really trying to put you 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 just came in from deer park now it's time to relax get relaxing right now do it no we can tell you it's relaxing look how chill this place is we put a we put a a blanket like a throw blanket over a lamp that's chill that always sets the mood 
and um, I'm signing paperwork, which in my head, I'm just like, yeah, of course you got to sign paperwork. How can you not sign paperwork? Uh, I'm signing this paperwork, and um, the guy before me is leaving because they don't have a lot of tanks. And um, the guy's walking out, and it felt like he was hired. Do you know what I mean? Like the guy leaving, if you would have told, like that could have just been another coworker there. Because as he was leaving, he was talking to the receptionist like they were the best friends, the bestest of friends. Like, hey, bro, that was so dope. Thank you for recommending this. Like, it felt so much better with the head pad. They have like head pads in the tanks. And he's like, the head pad, it was dope. I loved it, man. I can't wait to see you next week. And he does a handshake with a receptionist. The receptionist was male. Not that that matters, but this guy was male too. And not that it does matter also, but they were both white dudes with like long, gross hair. Like you could have put them in a bun or not, like wearing tank tops, but it was also the spring, not even the summer. And it's like, you went to an office, don't wear a tank top to an office. I don't care what office it is, but that's the chill vibes that these guys gave. Like they had like, um, like hemp thong sandals, you know what I mean? Like those flip flops that go between your toes but it's all like hempy or burlap it's like chill bro check out my flip-flops these things can go through anything like i could wear these in the beach or if i went on a hike it's like dude if you're going on a hike don't wear flip-flops nah man i'm chill i like my feet touching the air it's like ugh, gross i like guys where they got hair on their toes and it's just like oh man put those away stop it don't wear that to an office so that's how I'm feeling when I'm sitting in this dumb shaped chair that's supposed to be relaxing, filling out this thing going, this was a waste. Can I back out? And I saw on the top, it said no refunds. I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to enjoy this. I better enjoy this. So now as the customer's walking out, the receptionist goes, all right, man, float on brother. And it, it was like a shot through my heart. I almost slammed my clipboard on the table going, are you serious? Like, it was one of those things where, like, how who who speaks like that? And now I'm trusting this guy. As, like, he was not, like, the physical therapist that I saw a few years ago. The physical therapist was, like, explaining to me, and he was like, I know how weird this sounds. Like, look at me. I'm a physical therapist. I'm a straight-laced guy. This is a weird place. I went to this place. I'm in Deer Park, and I just assume everyone's on drugs. And I'm like, ugh. Did I fall into something that, like, only pe like, stoner? Like, did, am I falling into stoner culture without smoking weed? Like, what the hell is happening? That's what happens when you go to a float tank. You think you're a hippie without actually doing any hippie things. I was like, yeah, I drove a Prius here. That doesn't mean I want to be in a float tank with these nerds watching over me or these stoners. But it was 150 no refunds. I already got the receipt. And I was just like, I paid up front now that I'm thinking about it. Wow, man, so many things were telling me not to go. So many flags, but I was so desperate to relax that I overlooked them just because of the recommendation of this great guy. The physical therapist was a phenomenal guy. I like it when I see him even now. It might only be every five years I see this guy, but I like seeing this guy. Based on his recommendation, I was like, I got to at least give it a try. That guy knows what he's talking about. He knew knows what's going on so i go to this and i'm in the room he takes me to like you ever get a little room you get naked 
Um, you shower to get any dirt off of you. And I, I forgot. He gives you a tour of everything. And when he gives you a tour, the naked shower part and all that happens. Right? Um, happens after. But during the tour, he shows you what the float tank is. And this was not the pod that I was expecting. This was like a little room, like a 7x7, seven seven, no lights on, uh, 13 inches, a 13-inch pool, you know, with like a foot of it is the water. And he shows you like, all right, man, you just lay back. Like you just go in there crouched and you lay back and then you relax. And I, I don't have a great squat. So I was like, crouching sucks for me. Um, but he teaches you this and he's like, all right, you shut the door. Once you're locked, you're good. Um, and then you just chill out, man, relax, try not to think about anything. Like, you'll really like it. And it's like, the first time you might not feel anything, but I tell you the second time you really do. It's like, is this like smoking pot? Like, what is, is this guy high right now? Like, remember that? You remember when you would smoke pot for the first time? You're like, I don't think I'm feeling anything. And the, then the older stoner, who wasn't really a stoner, he was just a try-hard poser who smoked pot three times. So that's three times as much as you ever have. That's what I felt with this float tank guy. It's like... I floated three times in the last year, brother, and I am a new man. It's like the first time you might not like it, but I'm telling you, man, the second time, the second time where it's where it's at. And I was like, shit, I'm like losing hope. I'm losing faith, but I spent 150. I can't. I'm a man of principle. So this is all happening. He leaves me in. I shower. I, um... Yeah, I shower. I get ready to go in. I'm naked. I see this tank. There's a door that I open. I put my feet in. I'm like, oh, man, it's not really cold. It's room temperature, just like it said it was supposed to be. And I go to crouch. And I don't have good mobility. So when I'm crouching to try to get into this water, I'm like kind of just hovering over, getting my bearings. And my... my <laughs> My beanbag is just floating in the in the water. It's something you're not really prepared for, to have that touch the water before you bum, because you're always wearing clothes if you squat. If you go to sit down on anything, you always have your butt touch the chair first. If you're naked, though, not always the case. And that was a strange sensation for me because I don't really do a lot of things naked. Usually, I get cleaned naked, and that's about it. You know, I don't sit around naked. I don't drive naked. I don't ski naked. There's just things I don't do naked. Call me old-fashioned. Um, but I don't snowboard naked. That's a, that's the thing. I know, I know. You'd think I would. But I don't. Anyway, so that's going on. And the door's still open. I'm like, alright, I'm ready for this. So I go to shut the door. And it feels like you're getting locked into like... A torture chamber as you shut the door because you don't slam it it's not your place you're not ready to slam so you put it in closed you're like all right all right i got this and then when i close it you could hear the click you know how like on doorknobs there's that click so you know it's like in like oh this thing's not going if i push it open like i it felt like i locked myself in and it's shut and now the room is pitch black my shins to my feet are in the water my butt's not touching about the water, but, you know, other stuff is. And I go to lay back after trying to figure this out. And the second my back hits the 
water, I start to float. And I'm like, whoa, this is salt water. This feels like I'm in the Dead Sea right now. I can close my eyes. And that feeling lasted for about 0.2 seconds until I then remembered, oh yeah, salt burns open wounds. And I didn't know I had open wounds in my body, is all I can say. Once I touched that water, man, I'm like, I, I don't want to be crude because I know people who listen to this, but let's just say I'm an aggressive wiper, you know? I, wipe, I like to wipe until it's clean. Call me, call me old-fashioned. But sometimes, you know, you, you wipe too hard. And it's like a uh, if you have low-quality toilet paper. I work, for the, I work for the county civil service. Your tax dollars do not give us more than one-ply toilet paper. So that's what most of my toilet paper life is like. And that, man, that burn, it was like if you had... A rug burn. You remember getting rug burns or like Indian burns or anything? Oh boy, sorry, Indian burn. I mean Native American burns or indigenous people burns. Uh, you ever get that? And you uh, you put it in like water or you go in the shower and you're like, ooh, that's hot. Like, or if you get a sunburn, it's like, ooh, ooh, this tingles. Well, this was imagine salt right in your bum, and it was. Uh, fiery it's not it was not great <laughs> it really it stung so much and i realized like there's no way out of this i am like it stung so hard it hurt but it wasn't like super painful but it wasn't relaxing i'll tell you that much it was not relaxing but in my head i'm like man you spent 150 on this you better you created this you you're going to lay in the bed that you made you idiot why would you think 150 for 90 minutes in a salt tank would be good for you you moron now you're never going to forget this lesson we're going to sit here for the entire time and i did i spent 90 minutes in a pitch black room floating on water losing the sense of my body except for my butt it was like, it really was just like, it was such a reminder that all you are is an asshole. Every person out there is an asshole. And man, when you lose, I was losing senses in my fingertips and everything. Everything started to go. And then the only part of my body that I could knew existed was my butt. And it was on fire and it was in pain. It was not, it's like one of those things where like, I was expecting to close my eyes in this float tank, right? And just drift in the infinite void of space looking at cosmos or thoughts. Thoughts dressed up as stars. Galaxies dressed up as bits. You know, like all these crazy ideas. Instead, what happened was I was in a pitch black room. I saw red. That's all I can tell you. At one point, I thought I saw a demon hanging out in the corner. Like, you know in the first Asidious movie when the shadow demon's in the corner of the room? I had that exact image. And it wasn't scary for me because I was like, oh, this is from Insidious. Like, I know what this character is. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those thoughts where it's like, that's not scary because it's not real. I know exactly where that image comes from. So I had that guy in the corner watching me as I did not relax for a single second for 90 minutes and I started to think, like, maybe my asshole's the first circle of hell. 
Like, it's the first entryway, and that's, like, all the demons there are just, like, we're ready to go, you know, we're chomping at the bit here, uh, excited to torture some souls, and I was like, oh, man, I'm dealing with the greeters of hell, like, what the hell, man, but I, uh, what I did, like, about half an hour in, which is too long, I started going, all right, Nick, you know what, salt is good, for stuff that mean if it's burning that means it's w working at killing bad things so i embrace the pain i was like yeah this is killing things Woo! Woo! i am salt in the wound i'm cleaning out the cut you know that's at least what i was telling myself uh turns out that's not it's not true it just hurts for 90 minutes at no point does it go, oh, you're all clean now. Like, you know why you wash your hands? And you're really supposed to wash your hands for uh, two times singing happy birthday or two times singing the ABCs, right? That's how doctors in the OR wash their hands. Not the way people wash their hands at work. I hate people pretending to wash their hands at work. And I also hate when people actually wash their hands at work. It's like, dude, you got a minute to spare to wash your hands? Like, how much free time do you have? I got shit to do. I got to write an email. So washing but when you ever see someone who not washing their hands that's the grossest thing in the world like dude social codes man if no one's in the bathroom you don't have to wash your hands no one's checking but if people are in the bathroom man you gotta wash your hands pretend to wash your hands people pretend all the time in front of me they just go shh, shh, you know like a little wetness put a little soap rub them a little more wetness rinse them off paper towel as fast as i just said it so that's not really washing your hands you're really supposed to like get in all the crevices do that shit where you like rub your hand with the other hand and like get in between those fingers you know like where if you had weblings would be in between the phalanges you gotta get into the air yeah man you really gotta get in if you're gonna wash your hands what was i talking about washing hands oh people at work oh yeah yeah so imagine if your hands burned the whole time you wouldn't do it my butt was burning the whole time. So, but I didn't I didn't leave, man. I waited the whole 90 minutes in pain because it cost me 150 and I want to make sure I learned a lesson. I get out and the guy who put me in was just like, "How was it, man?" And you could tell he was so excited. And I you could tell on my face that I did not enjoy it. But I wasn't going to ruin it for him. That's how kind of a person I am. I will not ruin things for this guy because I don't want him to think that like I'm an asshole or anything. Um, also, I didn't want him to know that I have open wounds by my butt. That was something. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to tell a man that I've never met before. So I, I was like, yeah, man, it was great. I didn't really see that much. But like you said, the first time, I'm definitely down to do it again. And he's like, are you really? And I'm like, yeah, can I just schedule it later and he's like yeah and he knew that was a classic lie he must have been so used to people realizing this was snake oil and he was like yeah it's okay so I, i'm drying off and everything i go out he doesn't say float on to me so that means i know he knows i'm not coming back and i just sat in my car and my butt still burned it's not like it went away even after i did that little shower because i did a shower before and after you know, and uh, I drove home from Deer Park, 
I didn't even stop at Sonic. I was like, I don't even want to deal with this shit town anymore. And I'm driving home just going, you, you, my friend, are an idiot. <laughs> that's all That's all I could think. I was like laughing to myself the whole time home just going, how do you get yourself in these messes? This is not a big deal at all. But also, what what are you doing with your life, man? This is how you're choosing to spend it? What are you, a freaking moron? It's like funny moron, though. Like, I'm not actually mad with myself. You know, you have, sometimes you get into a joke fight with someone, and you're like, you're really disagreeing with each other, but at the end of the day, you're like, you know, it's some over-insignificant shit. I was like, yeah, 90 minutes of my life, 150. It's not like that's going to ruin my entire life. But it was like one of those things where it was just like, yeah, but the next month's going to not be so great because I spent... You're going to think about this for the next month until you get another two paychecks. You're going to be thinking about, oh, man, 150. I'm still thinking about today. This happened years ago. But at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, oh, 150, I'll, I'll, I'll live. It's not going to kill me. It's not going to break the bank. But it will make me always remember that I personally cannot go into float tanks because the salt stings... And I'm not prepared to tell someone, hey, if you have an open wound on your butt, is there anything I can wear to, like, avoid the sting? It's just like, I just won't have that form of enlightenment. That form of relaxation will be for someone else to pretend that they enjoy, not me. Um, so I guess that's what I'm taking away from this episode with relaxation. Like, if you're going to relax, man, make sure it's something you like to do. Don't just do something because someone told you to do it. And if it costs money, that doesn't mean it's going to be good. I'm like prime. Like I could have that day. Thank God it was float tanking because on that day I could have been so vulnerable to fall for a cult like Scientology or UCB. That's how vulnerable I was in that point in my life. I was like, all right, I'm paying money for this. It must be true. It must be good. I'll learn some improv skills. I'll yes end until I start believing R, R, L. R. Ron Hubbard or whatever his name is. Like, I'll yes end myself into Scientology. But instead, I chose to float in a tub and spent 90 minutes with my asshole on fire. And I learned that you do not take things at face value anymore, Nick. You are too old for this shit. <laughs> so in that idea, that thought is relaxing. It's kind of relaxing to know that, like, hey, man, uh, first impressions, don't fall for them. Just because someone has a fancy Instagram page doesn't mean it's going to be good. doesn't mean it's going to be a good experience. If it was such a good experience, it wouldn't have to make a fancy Facebook page to get you tied in. It would just, this product would speak for itself. Instead, they have to use this tricky trickery advertising, this tomfoolery on you. And you're an idiot, and they prey on the weak. That's what those people do. If you're trying to sell me relaxation, you are preying on the weak. Yeah, that's how I feel about yoga. <laughs> you know that thing that's generations and centuries old? I don't like it when white people tell me about yoga. It feels wrong. It, a true, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, is it relaxing? Good for you. You know, it's relaxing for me cooking. That's a part of my culture. Uh, that's what I enjoy. That's relaxing for me. And cleaning. I like cleaning the process too. Like, I don't mind doing dishes afterwards. It's like, yeah, I earned this. I get to relax and do some dishes because I just cooked. I just ate a meal. Like, good for me for doing something. So I guess that's the point of this episode is 
don't fall for first impressions relaxation comes from within you can't buy it and also i'm an idiot <laughs> but you know we're laughing about it right i'm telling you guys this silly story uh thanks for listening to another episode of nicks and bruises a few nicks and bruises do i even know the name of my own podcast you know what it doesn't really matter if you've listened this far you're like oh you know good for him and um check me out my instagram is at nick labrizi or at nick labs you can dm me there and say oh great episode i like compliments man you should compliment each other more often if you guys meet someone else who listens to a few nicks and bruises compliment each other being like man you're so cool you listen to that podcast i'm so cool i listen to that podcast too we're both cool people and you know just be cool people together i always i'm, I'm trying this thing lately where i've been complimenting instead of insulting things so and if you give you think yourself like to give a true sincere compliment for me it's hard because it comes off sarcastic every time it's just that's how i was raised sarcastically and um <laughs> i don't want to give it an ironic i'm not good with ir irony but to give a sincere compliment to someone it takes effort it takes work and when a person hears that they are always like oh my god thank you like it's your way of appreciating someone and being grateful towards someone and i think you should do that like I, I do that now with chairs i compliment chairs i compliment tables i compliment people for sure but i like to compliment i don't want to be a troll in real life going Ew, that movie sucked it's like yeah man maybe the sonic movie wasn't the greatest movie but it's the best sonic movie you're ever gonna get and i like sonic so good for everyone a part of that team and i hope they make a sequel i really do so i guess full circle sonic great movie float tanks not my thing and um just be nicer to each other wow we are really breaking ground with this pod thanks for listening i'm nick labrizi um see you next week <laughs>